Welcome to Fallout Off the Record, brought to you by Quest Gaming Network. And sponsored in part by the Vault Tech Corporation, revolutionizing safety for an uncertain future. And now, on to our show. Welcome, one and all, to a spooky episode of Fallout Off the Record. I am your host, Rick McVick, and with us tonight is Shaleen. Howdy. Yeah, so tonight we are once again in the uh, wasteland, well, specifically, I believe, Utah, and we are talking about our uh, unusual suspects, as it were. So, uh, what do we have in store for us tonight, Shaleen? Well, this is, uh, as you said, part five of our Unusual Suspects series. It is the last episode of the Unusual Suspects and uh, concludes Companion Month at Fallout OTR. <laughs> so thank you for joining us on this crazy journey. <clears throat> yes, thank you very, very much. And before we get started, we have a few ads for you. We are sponsored by TweakedAudio.com, the seller of fine earbuds and headphones. You can get free shipping worldwide and 30% off with our code off the record, all one word at checkout. We are also brought to you by Audible, your number one source for audiobooks. You can use our link audibletrial.com slash questgamingnetwork for a free audiobook of your choosing. We recommend Wool by Hugh Howey. That's one of my favorite books. I, I really enjoy that book. I know nothing of that book. We'll have to feature that as a, a followed OTR recommend someday. It's a, it's a really good one. Okay. You can become a patron of our show at patreon.com slash questgamingnetwork. And uh, also, you can support the show through one-time donations at questgamingnetwork.com using our PayPal link. Any donation helps in any amount and would earn you a shout-out on this show or any other Quest Gaming show you would like to be shouted out on. There's also a lot of non-financial ways that you can support this show that really help us out a lot. It, it, it just... It really helps the show if you can share us on your social media, Twitter, um, Facebook, whatever social media you're involved in. Tell your friends, tell your coworkers if you enjoy the show. That helps us a lot. You can help us by sending an email. We get a lot of our content from your emails. You can rate us on iTunes, subscribe, like, um, and follow us on Twitter. Those are all non-financial ways that help us just as much as as supporting us on Patreon and you know it's it's another way that you can help the show. Definitely. We appreciate every single share. We love it when you follow us on Twitter and chat with us and talk with us. It's a lot of fun. We have the best community we I do. think of any podcast. Uh, and we really do. Yeah, we're getting a little sappy, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just do a quiet. <laughs> no. Um I d I don't love you all that much. No, I'm kidding. I do. I do. <laughs> But yeah, so, so we've got a, a lot of podcasts for you here today. We do, and before we get started, I, I want to say one thing. This is our uh, 
Last of Our Companion episodes, like I said before. And tonight we are in uh, one of the DLCs, Honest Hearts, and there's uh, Follows Chalk literally standing right behind me. <laughs> um, and I want to let you know, if you have some questions about this, I'm using my James Bond character. Yes, he's in Dress Down at the moment. Um, and this character is, you could call, a little hacked. Um, I just want to give you this right up front. His special is usually all ten. I don't know why. What's what's affecting him? Storm effects. Apparently, <clears throat> apparently there's a, a storm out. Just for you listeners, it's completely sunny and clear. Anyway, um, <laughs> so usually his special is all ten, and uh, his guns are at a hundred, and his sneak is at a hundred. His speech and unarmed is also at a hundred. So he's kind of like my James Bondy character. I'm also using. A, uh, a special mod, two two weapons mods actually, and you should check them out. They're pretty awesome. The L96A1 Plus mod and the H and K USP mod. They are. Uh, so I finally get to explore all those. These are pretty awesome mods. Uh, pretty gun, pretty gun mods, and uh, they also have really cool sounds. So I'm using that in conjunction with the mod configuration menu, uh, just to to let you know. Those are a few mods that we'll be using tonight. So Great. beyond that, yeah, we do have a lot of podcasts for you. We've got a lot of news for you. I believe there are 18 items in today's news section. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, We've I, also got... I was going to say, and I'll try not to kill uh, Follow's Chalk in, in the first five minutes of this episode. <laughs> you know what? I was a little nervous when I saw that you had Follow's Chalk because I really like Follow's Chalk. <laughs> and I don't want to watch him die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me too. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, we'll see how long he survives. I think they they'll probably start a betting pool in the chat. <laughs> We've got a little bit of gameplay for you and some lore, the DLC companions, a weapon of the week, and some of your emails. Awesome. Shall we start off with the news, Rick? Since there's so much. Of oh it? yes, let's get this news train rolling. All right, choo choo. <laughs> Wow. Fallout 4 will be preloadable on all platforms. It's already on Xbox One available for preload. And uh, the other platforms, uh, it said that you should have a few days before the game comes out to preload them. And uh, yeah, I, I keep checking Steam every day and <laughs> it's, it's not there yet. Yeah. So uh, as soon as we find out, we'll let you know. We should want to make mention as well that if you bought it on a CD like I had, you cannot preload it. Right. That is not an option. Boo. So, it's a bummer. But disk installs take much less time than full installs. So, yeah. there's yeah. something. I still gotta download stuff. Mm-hmm. Our next article comes from Tech Times. Fallout 4 will feature NVIDIA GameWorks graphics effects on the PC version. This means uh, it's ambient occlusion. I'm not sure what that means. I don't know. <laughs> Shadowing and lighting effects, basically. Um, also, I gotta say, if there's a, if anyone hears an engine revving, I live in a very rednecky part of town. I apologize. Continue on. <laughs> well, you know, gotta compete with my trains somehow. <laughs> That's true. Because yeah, I, I live close to the train tracks. <laughs> on the wrong side of the tracks. Oh, actually. that's not the good side. Yeah. Never the good side. So, whichever side I'm on is the wrong side of the tracks. Two Skies Cave. Let's go in here. Do you know anything about this cave real quick? 
No, I haven't played the DLC of New Vegas in many a long time. All right, well, we are going to explore Two Skies Cave while we do the Looks news. Looks pretty spooky. <laughs> spooky. Oh, it's a dead end. But at any rate, a these games graphics effects are really worrying some people because uh, have you heard about the, the disastrous launches on PC of Assassin's Creed Unity and Batman Arkham Knight? Uh, yeah, I heard that they were pretty disastrous. Those but... terrible launches were due in part to GameWorks graphics effects. Oh. oh. So, yeah. Oh. Yeah, the guy who wrote this article thought that maybe Bethesda would roll the effects out slowly as updates instead of having them all there at launch. So, hopefully, hopefully there won't be a problem. Yeah, that would suck. Especially since I took off all that day. Yeah. Mm. Um, com reports that Xbox One controls were revealed via a smart glass update. Um, do you ever use smart glass? Do you do you play on Xbox much? Uh, I, I do actually when it's hooked up. I do. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't realize that they didn't think about smart. I don't know. I must have been a, a that must have been a Logan's loophole or something. Yeah, I only use smart glass because um. To check achievements, basically. I just use smart glasses as an achievement device. But you can um, see game controls and some other things. And if you search for Fallout 4 and then click Game Help, you can see the control scheme for the game. Uh. And uh, it's, uh, it's pretty not surprising, actually. The A, B, Y, and X buttons are all the um, same. Should we mm -hmm. talk? Should this, would this be considered a spoiler? I didn't think so. Okay. Well, do you think so? Uh, let's just play it safe. At least, in, you know, let's just. Okay. Well, go look at them yourself. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, we know one thing that Two Skies Mine is definitely booby trapped, as we know by my two broken limbs. Ah, uh, it happens. <laughs> So I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just I just know what, uh, and we'll talk about it a little bit later in the show. Um, but uh, you know the whole uh, achievement gate. <laughs> Indeed. So, so speaking of uh, Xbox, the new Xbox One experience and backwards compatibility will both be launching on November the twelfth, and the new Xbox experience is basically the new dashboard for the Xbox One. It should be faster, easier to use, and uh, offering better Windows 10 integration. I believe you said earlier that it's based on Windows 10 it's code. Been, I, I, according to the Giant Bombcast, um, it's based on the code of Windows 10. So there'll be some unity between all of the platforms at this point. I don't know what that's going to you know, hold in the future, but essentially you'll be running a flavor of Windows 10 on your Xbox. Mm -hmm. uh, well... I, I have the new Xbox experience. I'm in the preview program. And it's okay. It seems to run a little faster. My favorite thing is that you can double tap the uh, guide button and get the guide. So you don't have to go out of your game to, to access the guide functionality. That's cool. So that's a lot better. There's also the backwards compatibility to talk about. More than 100 games will be available via backwards compatibility at launch. The list of these games has not been revealed. Uh, I would presume that Fallout 3 will be among those games. We know it's eventually coming. I think it'll be a launch game, but we can't confirm that. But at any rate, who's going to be playing Fallout 3 backwards compatibility on November the 12th, right? <laughs> I mean... 
Uh, I was hoping to get it a few weeks before Fallout 4 came out, but... I'll bet you it's going to be like one dude who decides to do it, yeah. and he'll get like 50 million views on his YouTube account. Yeah. Well, I guess there's probably somebody who would, who would want to do that, but eventually I'll be playing Fallout 3 backwards compatible, but not right away. Ooh, not at all. It's a little bit too late, my friends. I, I also have the uh, backwards compatibility on my preview program, and that works perfectly. So if anybody's just wondering how that's going to work, I can confirm that it runs fast, it runs your games good, it's very, very simple. So. Well, awesome. I, uh, I do not have the preview edition, so I have no idea. <laughs> uh, all I know is that on my Windows 10, I feel like I lost follows chalk. Oh, boy. Ah, I saw Casador. Oh, no. Okay. So, like, you lost Follow's Chakas and he's dead, or no, you lost Follow's Chakas and you can't find him. I lost sight of him, and then I saw Casador flying in this direction, and then I saw him run in this direction. So, ah, so he went after it. Yeah, like the idiot he is. Oh, he killed it. Good. Please don't tell me he's poisoned. Three sixteen. <laughs> I. Good job, Follow's Chak. Thank you for killing the Casador. Oh, he is poisoned. Frick. Any right. antivenom? Well, here's the thing. Um, oh, shoot. Okay, so there's a glitch in New Vegas. I don't know if anyone knows about this. But if a follower gets poisoned and you give him a stim pack, it usually makes them worse. Mm, secondly, that's not good. Yeah, secondly, what happens, you have to go fight something and win real quick. Because then his health resets. If you don't do that, he will die. So, within... Uh, what is this now? We've been going on for, what, 12 minutes? And uh, if I don't fight something quick, he's going to die? Wow. That's bad. Yeah. Welcome to my life as a companion follow leader. Just I think we actually had a bet in the in the chat for about 10 minutes. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, we have one for 10 minutes and one for 25. Oh, this Just... is a bad guy. Come on, get active, get active. <laughs> fight me, fight me. That's so funny. All right, let's see if it worked. Uh, I don't think it did. That's. Oh, yeah, it worked. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah, so you have to go fight something real quick in order for that his health to reset. It's a pain in the butt. Um, it, yeah. Anyway, let's continue on. You want to talk about Trophy Gate? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, yeah, we do. I want to talk about Trophy Gate. Well, um, I, fa I found the... Uh the trophies on exophase.com and was really excited about it. Follow Shock has died. Are you kidding me? What killed him? A giant mant. How does a giant mant? Oh my goodness, Rick. This that's, is. <laughs> that's really something. Well, <laughs> uh, South Park Dragon in the chat room. <laughs> you win. Indeed. That's, uh,. <clears throat> how does this wow. how does this happen two shots it's always two shots and I kill the thing I don't know why I'm surprised oh. <laughs> I've never I have never lost follows chalk before right I don't you know what guys <clears throat> I uh I'm just gonna reload <laughs> <laughs> because we all do rig we all reload there we go i'm just gonna reload because there's no shame in it uh, yeah 
let's talk about trophies. <sighs> and first of all, nobody panic. We're not going to read them on the air. Nope, we're not going to spoil you. Nope, nothing. But um, we did want to talk about the trophies. Uh, first, let's go ahead and have the spoiler discussion before we talk about trophies. Okay, I'm going to stop playing for a second so that way I can concentrate on what right. it is we're actually talking about. Um, so we wanted to say, first off, that... You know, there were some people that were a little upset about uh, us linking to the trophies. Um, great, he's going to die again. Us linking to the trophies in the uh, on the Twitter. But I want to um, let you guys know that if, if we ever do anything like that again, we will make sure, like we did when we linked to the achievements, that we'll label it as a spoiler and we will make sure it's only a link. We will never, yeah. we will never ever, ever, ever blatantly spoil anything on the Twitter or this podcast, we will never blatantly spoil anything. Um, just so that you, that way, you guys can trust us. You know, we're not going to be jerks about it. We're not going to tell you. I mean, we didn't even tell you what you know the buttons do on the controller that was spoiled. So, I mean, this show, you're safe. You know, our Twitter is going to be safe. Um, if somebody like tweets at us and somehow it like gets on our public whatever, we'll make sure to delete it. Um, you know, it. You know, we'll just. We'll just make sure that we do everything we can to, to, um, ah, what the heck? He's at 72. Um, so we just want to let you know that. Um, another thing is when it comes to Fallout 4 spoilers, which there will be some because we're going to be playing the game and I'm sure, I'm sure some of you, um, won't play the game, you know, at the same rate as we are. We are going to have separate episodes called spoiler casts for oh, now my new vegas crashed um we're gonna have separate episodes for spoiler casts um that are all about fallout 4 so we'll keep everything vague in the main store in the main podcast that we do fallout off the record um but there will be you know separate episodes that'll come down on itunes they won't be live they won't be video won't be live um uh, let's plays or anything it'll just be purely audio that will be clearly labeled spoiler casts that will be on the iTunes feed. Don't, you know, if you don't want to get spoiled, don't download them. Don't you listen to them, but yeah. the normal programs, the normal fallout off the record episodes will be spoiler free. So I just oh. wanted to let you guys know that while I, all right, I got to fix my new Vegas cause it's crashed. <laughs> so yeah. Anything you want to add to that, Chalene? Not really, just uh, anything that we post on Twitter that is a spoiler, anything that we link, will be marked spoiler, and you'll have to click through. So if you don't want the spoiler, don't click. Yes. And simple as that. Nothing will be spoiled in the in the image of the tweet or anything. So yeah. um, we're going to talk a little bit about these trophies uh, that came out. We're not going to name any of the trophies or give any of the trophy descriptions. Um. But if you want to find them, you can, if you're interested in the trophies. I wanted to say that I found this list very similar to Fallout 3's list of for all of my fellow achievement hunters out there. And that's a very good thing. Fallout 3's list is, it's really good. It's fun to get. I got it three times. You know, I, I loved it that much. So if you enjoyed the achievements from Fallout 3, you're going to enjoy these achievements too. Um... I, ha I had another couple of notes here, but I think we're just going to skip those just to be safe. Okay. Yeah. So, and, and I also wanted to add, now that I'm remembering, 
Um, if you like, just let us know what you think about that plan. Having separate a podcast for uh, anybody who's playing Fallout Four along with us, or doesn't care about spoilers or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. Like, let us know what you think about that plan. We think it's the best. We've seen other people do it. Um, we really think it's the best route to take because we're going to want to talk about Fallout 4 and we're going to want to talk about our experiences and gameplay in it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, just let us just let us uh, know what you think. Yeah, because we want to we want to talk about it, but we know that not everybody's you know going to want to be involved in those conversations right away. So just let us know what you think. Awesome. Cool. And All right. So what's what's next on the news? The Big Leagues perk. Did you see that on Bethesda's Twitter? That little video uh, in honor of the World Series? Uh, yes, I did. It was. It reminded me so much of your Forrest Gump character. And Oh, yeah. I think you're going to have a ton of fun with that. Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty good. It showed just this compilation of uh, the player character just, you know, batting people's heads off with a nail bat. <laughs> And there were five ranks of that perk. The description was, you now do double damage with a melee weapon and gain a chance to cripple your opponent or grand slam their head clean off. (laughs) So I think I'm going to have a lot of fun with that one. That video looked totally awesome. And I'm also going to name my nail bat Lucille for anybody who gets that reference. Uh, Oh, yes. See, my mind goes right to BB King, so... Yeah, I, I tweeted about it and somebody else went there, but that's not, <laughs> not the reference. So, um, You remember we talked about Project Brazil? We did. We talked about it a few episodes ago, I believe. We really enjoy Project Brazil, and uh, Part 2 will not be meeting their goal to launch before Fallout 4 comes out. It should, however, be done soon after. Uh, they've got 44 voice actors that have worked on this mod. Oh my gosh. And the project lead, Brandon Lee, had to take a sabbatical from his job to work on it. Talk about dedication. Oh, yeah. If some of these guys don't get jobs in development, they are just, they've been yeah. robbed. You know? they, they deserve jobs doing this. They've done such a, such yeah. a job. It looks really good. So, um, Real quick, I want to point out, uh, just watch what you say in the chat, too. Uh, I just want to make sure that there's no spoilers in there. I mean, we can't control what's said in the chat, but just be courteous. If anybody wants to spoil anything, just don't. <laughs> yeah. So we would we would appreciate that if you guys would keep the chat spoiler free as well. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I you know I didn't really didn't get a chance to play Project Brazil. Maybe I'll boot it up. Um, I, don't I think it's definitely worth your time. I really enjoyed it, and I look forward to part two. Okay. Well, I'll give it a shot on your recommendation then. Maybe even wait for part two and just play it all at a at a go. <laughs> yeah. If I have time to do that before then, it was really not that long before Fallout 4 comes out. Indeed. So, you remember last week when we were talking about the Fallout Shelter Explorer cap? No. Actually, I don't. Uh, well, we were talking about how you can only send 10 explorers out in Fallout Shelter oh, now. Oh, yes. Okay. Instead of the previous 50. Yep. Well, update 1.2.1 removed that. So you can now s- send out as many explorers as I'll you can. S- I'll still send out my one, who is now getting his luck trained so I can, uh, you know, find some good stuff for once in this game. <laughs> According to GameSpot, Fallout 4 will not have a playable demo because it is not possible to cut up the game into a small piece. <laughs> I wouldn't think so. 
Nah. I I think you could just Well, I guess it wouldn't be possible really at all. No. Nah. You'd have to no. I can understand that. Yep. Now, so if you were hoping for a playable demo. Yeah, sorry guys. Now did any of them ever have a playable demo? I do not believe they ever had. I don't remember a Bethesda game ever having a playable demo. Me neither. I am a fan of playable demos, though, and I feel like it's um, something that we're really missing in this generation of, of gaming. Yeah, there haven't been a ton. There really haven't been a ton. Mm-hmm. That's okay, though. I don't mind. So this article came from GameSpot. Microsoft thinks that Tomb Raider will do okay releasing on the same day as Fallout 4. <laughs> and the internet laughed. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, we've created a game that's exactly like the game we just put out last year, but it'll do all right according to Fallout, right? Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, Aaron Greenberg of Microsoft says, we hope people will buy both. They said that it's not necessarily the same audience, and I feel like it kind of is. I, I feel like... I mean, I guess, but I get what he's saying. I mean... I don't quite think so because the t new Tomb Raiders are very lineal um, and they're not very puzzly. At least the last one wasn't. So I don't. Quite well, they're not real puzzly, but it's definitely kind of an open world. It's not as open as Fallout, of course. No. But I don't know. I feel like it's two separate things. I feel like it's more of the Assassin's Creed crowd. Yeah. Well, they uh, they didn't have much of a choice to go up against Fallout 4 or not, because basically they said they had to pick between competing against Call of Duty, Battlefront, Halo 5, or Fallout. So they and, picked uh, Fallout? Yeah, they didn't want the game to come out too late after um, after the release of Fallout, because no one would have any money left over after buying all these other games. So uh, Greenberg said, you've just got to launch and stick with your date and feel confident that your game will stand up, and we believe it will. It's a fantastic title. <clears throat> uh, I really liked the first Tomb Raider, and I definitely, I really want to play this. And it would be a day one purchase for me, except Fallout. Are, are you talking about the first Tomb Raider as in, like, the PlayStation? No, I'm talking about the first Tomb Raider as in the first of the current incarnation. Okay. Oh, I loved that. No, it was super, super fun. Um, I just, what I was really bummed, well, anyway. Yeah, it was super fun, but I don't think it's Fallout competition worthy. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. We've just been waiting so long for Fallout, and oh yeah, oh yeah, seven years. So Bethesda shared a bunch of concept art from that Art of Fallout Four art book. <laughs> yeah, they did. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, somebody tweeted at me and, and, with all of the the car artwork, and. Uh, <laughs> They're like, if they spent all this time, because, like, of what we were talking about as far as the transportation is concerned, and uh, they're like, if somebody spent all this time creating this concept art for these cars, do you really think they wouldn't have them in there? And I, I was like, yes, I really could see Bethesda spending all that time on the cars and not putting them in the game. Mm -hmm. like it I, just, I agree with that. Yeah, like, it just kind of makes sense as far as, like, they're eight, like they are very attentive. Is that is that the right word? Attentive. Attentive to detail. Attentive. Bleh. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's my opinion. But yeah, I did. I agree with art. you. There are fifty dollar and eighty five dollar versions of that art book available. 
Uh, I just wanted to comment on a couple of things in that montage of concept art. The glowing sea area looks really cool. We talked about that when we had our our uh, six hour Skype call going through that the concept art in that video. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I uh, did not see that. I'll have to take a look at that after the show. There were several images of the sole survivor with the dog, and they seemed somehow reminiscent of the isometric fallouts to me. Something about the tone of those mm. images just felt really reminiscent of those original fallouts. You would know. <laughs> well, I haven't spent that much time in them, but yeah, it just made me think of that. More than us. And I haven't touched Fallout 2 at all. I don't think I'm going to make it through those games. I'd hope to make it through them completely before Fallout 4 comes out. Yeah. But I think they're going to end up having to wait. Maybe I can at least finish Fallout 1. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, some uh, um, Staler in chat mentioned that they took a ton of time in doing just the buttons. And he's right. And that, that was kind of you know what brought us to our conclusions is they just mm-hmm. spent so much time on the tiny little things. Of course, there'd be like a pristine car that doesn't work. Absolutely. There were pre-war and destructed versions of the same locations. I think I just made up a word. Destructed. Um, destroyed. Destroyed versions of the eh, same location. They both sound fine. And there was that crazy, uh, like, steampunk night vision goggles that you were looking at when oh, we had that. yeah, that's right. Yeah, that discussion. And let's see. There was a bunch of power armor, super mutants, robots, weapons. And I thought, if you were a cosplayer, man, you could just get so much material out of these these pieces of concept art. I admire cosplay so much. I'm looking forward to the cosplay episode we're someday going to do. <laughs> yeah, once we get enough. Uh, so yeah, by the <clears throat> way, if you're a cosplayer, please send us your uh, pictures, your stories, and we'll do a cosplay episode someday. Definitely. Crashed again, by the way. <laughs> wow. This does never... I mean, I think it's just because I'm streaming. I never crash with this game. Mm-hmm. Which is strange, but... It is, it is odd that you only <sighs> crash... Well, while Rick is is renewing his acquaintance with the start screen. (laughs) So we talked about the Fallout Loot Crate. We've talked about that a lot on this show. And it's I've made no secret about the fact that I have recently joined Loot Crate and really enjoy the service. And November's Loot Crate, just the standard Loot Crate, not the Fallout specialty one, is going to have an exclusive Fallout 4 item in it. So if you weren't able to get the Fallout Crate, you could get a little something special with just the normal loot crate. So nice of them. Yeah. They also teased some Fallout gear in the level up items. And uh, I, I ordered those too. So I'll be uh, <laughs> getting get in the loot crate, do an unboxing of those. It'll be lovely. Did you uh, Did you get the season pass yet? Is that out for Steam? Mm, I believe it is out for all platforms, the season pass. Okay. I have not ordered it yet. I will probably not order it until there is DLC available. Okay. Um, ah. Oof. I was going to say, do you have any money left for that? <laughs> well, I will by then. <laughs> what the heck? Good shot, so. dude. Follows Chalk is all the way up at the top of this cliff running in place. And he sniped uh, with a pistol this uh, rad scorpion all the way down at the bottom. Good shot, dude. Saved my Very butt. nice. Um, yeah, in this game, I'm heading off to, uh, do the main quest, just to let our listeners know what we're doing. Oh, great, look, a thunderstorm. It's gonna be really loud. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> oh, uh, somebody is listening in from Northern Ireland. Uh, 
pretty awesome that we're reaching all the way across the pond, as they say. Pretty so, cool. Welcome to the chat. Welcome to the chat. Anyway. <laughs> My home and native land. Oh, uh, no. Sorry. I'm sorry, Rick. Go ahead. I'm rambling. You're not. You're you're sticking to the you're sticking to the the agenda here. I'm the one that's just rambling on. But uh, so that's we'll, okay. We'll just continue on. We've just got a lot of stuff on the on I the know. docket here. I know. On November the 10th, you can buy yourself some Nuka Cola Quantum. Yes. Assuming that you live near a Target. <laughs> Would you like to uh, <laughs> let our listeners know what your predicament is? I'm at least two hours away from a Target. <laughs> closest Target is probably Albuquerque. Yeah. So. And I'm probably not going to drive to Albuquerque on Fallout launch day. That's probably just not going to happen. No. But uh, Target is um, has an exclusive on these Nuka-Cola Quantums. They are blue soda made by Jones Soda Company. And there's no info on how long they're going to sell it, how limited edition this will be, or whether or not it will make your pee glow. <laughs> it just might. I, I feel like it better. <laughs> you really... So you're going to buy some Nuka-Cola Quantum? <laughs> All right. So I'll give, I'll give more information out on this as we get closer. But I'll be doing a live stream starting Monday night at, I think, 6 p.m. And I'm going to try to get through Fallout 3's main storyline as fast as I can. No, no mods. Um, mm -hmm. But I will employ some uh, little fun secrets and glitches. Um, so... Right after that, I'm thinking, I'm thinking I can get it done in in eight hours. I'm thinking, I could be way wrong, but the following morning, before the mail gets here, which means before my Pip Boy edition gets here, I will be going to Target and loading my arms full of Jones soda and shoving them down my pants and running out the store and throw. I'm just gonna whip my credit card at the cashier. Yeah. So. Well, you may have to buy me some and mail it. Because I've emailed Target to find out if they will ship. And uh, I'll, I'll tweet when I find out. We'll see. <laughs> if they let you know. They should. That'd be really nice of them. I, I think they should respond to their emails. Uh, where was that? I was just, I'm sorry. Something from the chat I wanted to shout out. Um. Joseph in the chat said that the max on Dwellers Exploring the Wasteland is 25. He just checked it on his. So, uh, thank you. It is not 50. It is 25. Thank you for letting us uh, avoid that misinformation and not have to have a corrections segment at the beginning of the show. Well, we'll probably already get an email in between the time it took to get to this point. So, Indeed. <laughs> That's okay, though. So, the, the Fallout 4 title screen leaked. We were talking about leaks earlier. We're yep. not going to describe it. It was uh, pink and gold. Cool. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> With unicorns. <laughs> No, it did leak, though, which is a bum. Bummer. So, yeah, if you don't mind being spoiled, you can find that online. But be careful when you're searching for, for spoiler things, you know, if that's something that you're worried about. Yeah, it was spoiled for me. Um, I, I didn't, you know, I didn't even look at the achievements list. Like, I don't look at any of that mm -hmm. stuff. But but the main screen did get spoiled for me, which is a bummer. So we wanted to warn you. Be careful. I really don't consider any of that stuff a spoiler. I the do. title screen, not a spoiler. I do. And the achievements, there were a couple of them, the quest ones, that made me speculate and wonder. But I didn't feel like like it was a spoiler to me. But anyway, we'll yeah. keep it keep it 
tagged for those of you who want a total moratorium. Yeah, I mean, I I like being totally immersed in these games, so I, I don't like any sort of yeah spoils. Well, you know, I also like total immersion, but I can achieve that with having known what the title screen was a yeah. week before. Anyway, <laughs> did you like that live action trailer that they put out? I really did. I I thought that the Lone Wanderer just looked so ba. I think I said that. I think we talked about that last week, actually, too. We did. We may be getting another one of these live-action trailers soon. I actually first heard this news from Fallout Freak in our chats. He uh, tweeted that at me at like 2 (laughs) a.m. Well, 2 a.m. your time or his time? 2 a.m. my time. I don't know where he is, but it was was 2 a.m. for me. Barcroft Media visited Turner's Falls, Massachusetts on Tuesday to film this trailer. They had an urban explorer take them through some abandoned areas. 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 <laughs> I, just, I just had a stroke on the podcast. <laughs> oh, goodness. That's just the way that they, they talk in the South sometimes. <laughs> Maybe they're all having strokes down in the South. Producer Jack McKay said, To make it as visually interesting as possible, we want to go into the basement, have him exploring around. The idea is that these are structures that will be left when there's no people around. Huh. He also said that they filmed at an old waterworks plant earlier in the week. But I don't want to go down to the basement. Sorry. Yeah. Some strange meat in there. <laughs> That's cool. I'm really excited. I like live action stuff from the Fallout verse. Me too. I think it's cool. I think that they should do something official with the people at Wayside that did nuke a break yeah i think they should do something licensed with them well you know the thing about licensing stuff like that is you know it's sometimes it's nice just to have uh, fans do that stuff mm-hmm. how do i miss a boat fly a, a boat fly a boat float <laughs> sorry i had to call you out since i just mispronounced something horribly as i well. i never ever noticed that uh I never noticed that they were bloat flies. Really? <laughs> welcome, welcome to my world. It's a tiny oh, that's place. That's my favorite thing that's happened today. <laughs> my world is a scary place. <laughs> Full of boat flies. Full of boat flies. You ever seen a boat fly? Oh, that's great. I love it. Never seen an elephant fly. Ugh. <laughs> Do you want to change the subject? Please do. <laughs> Fallout 4 review copies are out in the wild. And the embargo, the review embargo, the time during which they are not supposed to talk about anything, should end Monday, November the 9th at 8 a.m. Eastern Time. And I expect we'll see the first reviews immediately at 8 a.m. I will be at work, so. Mm-hmm. Ooh, where's that at? Okay. So yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'll even be able to. I don't even know if I want to look at them. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll probably see if there are any reviews by reviewers that I'm interested in. Of course but you would. I, I don't need a review to make make the decision of if I'm you know buying the game. <laughs> Considering <laughs> we already bought it <laughs> twice in my case. <laughs> That's very true. I hear shoosting. Where's the shoosting? So put your blinders on if you're scared of spoilers, because if the, the game is out in the world, the leaks will be leaking. There are some Pip-Boy unboxings 
several of them online yes. already. I won't be watching these because while I'm, I'm not super afraid of game spoilers, I, I do want my pit boy to be fresh when I open it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. Um, because we're going to do, I mean, you're going to do the unboxing of the loot crate and I'm going to do my own pit boy unboxing for the heck of it. So yeah, we don't want to, we don't want to be spoiled to see what's in our cool little pit boy and yeah. how that works, you know? Bethesda won two Golden Joystick Awards today. They got one for Fallout Shelter, the best mobile game, and one for Fallout 4, the most anticipated game. I, uh, I took it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'm laughing because the guy I just shot threw his hands back as his body fl flew back, but his head came off, so it looked like he threw his head behind him. I don't know. It just looked funny. Um, uh, I, I take it like a Golden Joystick is like a Golden Globe. Basically, yeah, it's it's Game Awards. Oh, so. cool. Well, congratulations, Bethesda. Mm-hmm. I can't help but think that we had something to do with it. Of course, you know, it was, it was the uh, hype that we built with our show, Fallout, off the record. <laughs> Number 17 in games and hobbies on iTunes. Actually, we were 25th when I last checked. 25th? Well, we were 17. We actually were 15 on video games. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got a little and, bloody, uh, my uh my, uh, I believe that makes crash. us the number one Fallout podcast on iTunes. I guess. I don't so, know. I'm just happy. Thank you, fun. listeners. The making of Fallout 4 video is coming to GameInformer.com on November the 6th. Sorry. What? I was restarting my game. Because <laughs> it The making again. of Fallout 4 video is coming to Game Informer on November the 6th. Oh, good. Is that something you're interested in? Uh, eh. I don't usually go for that kind of video either, but if any of our listeners do, November the 6th, GameInformer.com. Check it out. There you go. And that brings us to the end of the news. <sighs> no, I don't Yay. know. Yay. That, that was a lot of news. <laughs> it was, but it was all good news. And, you know, last, uh, <clears throat> so last, I guess earlier this week, not last earlier this, yeah, earlier this week, I was uh, tweeted at by one Mr. G, and uh, he was a little worried why I said nine-year-old man flesh. But to clarify, uh, if you listen to the, if you open your ears, you Mr. Audio Engineer, <laughs> and listen, I said 90-year-old 90 man flesh in reference to, well, just just go listen. Anyway. Um, where was Thank I going you so with much it? for putting that image in our heads again. Oh, yeah. It's great. Uh, so um, we were also talking about, like, what Bethesda's going to do you know, since they were done the special videos, and now that I'm thinking back on, like, what's Bethesda going to do? They obviously have nothing left to do. Uh, was stupid. That whole news bit was just... <laughs> just proof that they have tons of stuff still up their sleeve to keep the hype train rolling. Roll I am away. glad that the special videos are over, though. Why? Because now my at mentions are not full of toe thumbs. They <laughs> <laughs> were... Yeah, for a while, everybody was tweeting toe thumbs at me. That's so. funny. I I'm glad that the that time is over. Guys, do Shalina a favor. Tweet her toe thumbs. Oh, no, don't. Just don't do tweet it. toe thumbs. Just toe thumbs everywhere. No, no toe thumbs. <laughs> All right, we moving on. We post National Enquirer for you today. We do. We so do. the Bethesda store is selling these 7-inch bobbleheads, Fallout 4, Vault 111. Uh, I, I, they're strangely shiny. Compared to the Fallout 3 ones, I have one of the Fallout 3 ones, and yeah. Yeah. it's matte. Right. These are, these are super shiny. These are shinies. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It, anyway. 
that's not that's not the point of the conversation. <laughs> no. Anyway, these bobbleheads are the special stat bobbleheads, the strength, perception, endurance, etc. And so I wondered if that means they will raise our special stats after all. You know, I, maybe. I mean, I guess we just kind of have to see how that leveling up system actually works. I mean, if you remember, if you mm -hmm. remember the way that. Oh, great. Follows Chalk is getting attacked by two different people. Oh, that's a dead horse, dead horse stalker. Uh, if you remember the way that Skyrim worked, um, it had a little bar that would fill up. Oh, that's another dead mm -hmm. horse stalker. So maybe it fills up that bar or something? I don't know. Or maybe it fills it up one whole level um, for that particular perk. Or, I don't know. It made me think that maybe I shouldn't max out any of my special stats right off the bat. That's true. Although, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, because you can raise them eventually, I know. But I, I was thinking I, I'd hate to waste my bobblehead, you know? I guess. I thought, anyway. I guess that's not leveling. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's I, I, feel like, I feel like it might raise your special stats since they are in the special style. Yeah, that's true. It could. I mean, I, I mean it kind of makes sense with the bobbleheads. I don't know. Are you going to get any of those 7-inch bobbleheads? No, I'm not interested in these. I really liked the Fallout 3 ones, but these are like shiny and the heads are big and oddly shaped. I, I don't, the aesthetic does not appeal to me the way that the Fallout 3 ones did. Ah, gotcha. I will not be getting any of them. My uh, Fallout merch days are at an end at mm -hmm. this point. Uh, yeah, so kind of a bummer, but I mean... I'm happy with the mystery minifigs that we uh, unboxed last week, and I'm happy with the Pip-Boy edition and the uh, other pop vinyls that I got. So I am really stoked for my Pip-Boy. I oh, can't wait. Too. I'm more excited for the game than the Pip-Boy, but I'm still excited for the Pip-Boy. Are you actually going to use that second screen experience? Of course I am. You are? Oh, yeah. Eh. I mean, I don't know if I'll use it continually for a long time. But in the beginning, I'm going to be doing that pit boy. I'm going to throw my arm up. We're not on air, so you're not seeing me throw my arm up. But <laughs> I am absolutely going to be checking my pit boy on my wrist. I'm going to play Fallout Shelter while my phone is, is lodged in the pit boy. <laughs> I'm really excited. I'm just going to wear it all the time. I'm going to wear it to work. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be really concerned about you if you show up with that. You can't even know how excited I am for this Pip-Boy rig. It's to wear it all the time. Wow. Yeah, I actually, um, I'm I'm one of those people, you know. I bought I bought the track suit that looks like the vault suit. Did you? I did. I bought it, and I'm going to wear it with my Pip-Boy. <laughs> it's going to be great. Heck? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think I'll try it out, you know, just for the sake of it but i just don't see myself like looking away from my screen i guess it all depends on if mm -hmm. the bringing up the pit boy i don't know if we saw this in the gameplay trailers or not but i don't know if the bringing up the pit boy slows down time or if it pauses it again mm -hmm. so if it if it uh just slows down time it might you know the second screen might actually work well yeah i i really i have a feeling that i'm going to enjoy it so we're good there we go. Anyway. <laughs> that, was a, that was a really good uh, deviation. There. 
Um, <laughs> we go off the rails so much on this show. We go completely off the record. hey Uh So what's next up on the agenda for this week? Our Ugh. gameplay. <laughs> and I believe you're doing yours right now. I am totally doing mine right now. I Guys, I've been like remodeling my living room this entire week. And I've been putting every single ounce of effort into that. So I have not been able to play... Uh, in the chat room, we are live. Um, no, wait, no, wait, we aren't live. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, um, somebody's asking if we're live tonight. We totally yeah, I saw it. I was, <laughs> I was typing an answer as you were speaking an answer. I know. Um, <laughs> sorry. Anyway, uh, what was I saying? Oh, so I haven't been playing any video games whatsoever. And I'm sorry, I don't have any sort of gameplay for you this week. Do you, Shaleen? Well... I, not really. <laughs> I had a really crazy work schedule this week, and then something happened, Halo 5 came out, <laughs> and I've made no secret of what a, a Halo fan I am, and how excited I was, and I I couldn't put it down. I, yeah, I love Halo so much, <laughs> and Halo 5 is very good. Well, you're I did to. play a ton of Fallout Shelter, though. Did you? I did. I I sunk a lot of hours in Fallout Shelter this week, and uh, I I've been trying to do more with exploring the wasteland instead of just having one little guy out at a time. I've been sending like seven or eight guys out. Oh gosh! And I've been trying experiments. Like um, I believe it was uh, Free Willy on Twitter that suggested getting a low level dweller and uh, raising all their special. And then equipping them with a really good weapon and putting them in the wastes. And then when they level up, their uh, health regenerates every time they level. Oh. So then they don't use the stim packs you give them, and they can spend longer in the wasteland. And that totally works. That's really Totally smart. works. Yeah. So I've been trying some different experiments, and I've been getting some really good loot. And I've been trying to do all the daily challenges. I've been trying to earn lunch boxes like that. Oh, cool. And uh, today I had one that was like 20, put out 24 vault fires and you get a lunchbox. And uh, so I was just rushing all my rooms until they set on fire. <laughs> I was doing that. I was doing that as well with, uh, I needed 14 incidents. So I just kept running the same room. Mm -hmm. So the incident rate would get high. And The happiness of my vault just plummeted. <laughs> nice. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I have a special, like, unique character that uh, I'm trying to get his luck all the way up. And mm -hmm. then I'm going to do the same thing, just, like, get his stats all the way up and then send him back out into the wastes. Yeah. I'm still using my We're Alive theme in the vault. I've got <laughs> all the characters from We're Alive and most of the uh, the voice actors and stuff. And, the, like, uh, zombie intern Eric Wargo and <laughs> all in the in my vault. It's pretty great. Nice. I really enjoy that. So. I have played a bunch of Fallout Shelter this week, and I played a lot of Halo 5, and I really enjoyed it. And hopefully I will finish campaign soon and jump into multiplayer. <laughs> Even though I'm not usually the multiplayer girl, I will make the exception for Halo. <laughs> you know, I gotta admit a little bit that I was playing some video games, but it was not Fallout. It was, um, it was actually uh, Insurgency. They put out their new update, and it's pretty awesome. If you guys like fast-paced first-person shooters like CSGO... Check it out. Uh, it's called Insurgency on Steam. You're addicted to that game. Oh, my yep, gosh. Awesome. Awesome. Although, I think next week I'm going to jump back into original Fallout and see if I can try to beat that. Awesome. 
before launch. Yeah, let me know how it is, because I am not dealing with that at all. Indeed. We had a gameplay challenge last week. Tell us about what our gameplay challenge was, and then I will read the email. Our gameplay challenge was to, because of my live stream, uh, inspired by that, to play any of the fallouts and beat them as fast as you possibly can. And we actually had one person submit that they did try. Uh, Would you let us know how they did? Sure. I finished New Vegas on Hardcore in a total of 6 hours and 38 minutes. Just to clarify, I'm reading an email right now. It's not me. Well, (laughs) sort of finished. I skipped so many side quests that my character was barely level 10 when I fought the Battle of Hoover Dam for the NCR. Oh my gosh. Due to how quickly I almost finished the game, I didn't try and recruit the cons or the Brotherhood, only the boomers. I say I almost finished because I couldn't complete the battle. I had no stim packs, no doctor's bags, no chems, and almost no ammunition. During the battle, I attempted to have the NCR soldiers do everything, but they all suck. The <laughs> farthest I got was the Leggett's camp, where the Legion mongrels ate me. Ugh. Yes, I was bested in the end, and many times along the way, by a pack of dogs. <laughs> Eventually, I gave up. It was too hard, and I was too lazy. <laughs> and then he gives his opinion on Fallout 4 spoilers. He wants to hear everything, so he will be listening to our spoiler casts, presumably. Awesome. Cool. Um, very rare that individual. That SNF Silva. Awesome. Yeah, I, I, uh, I haven't tried that yet because, like I said, Monday night on my personal YouTube channel, which I'll give out more information next week, and on Twitter, um, I will be doing a long live stream from start to finish, or at least uh, until my... Uh, or at least until my uh, Pip-Boy edition comes in. Mm-hmm. So I'll be doing that next Monday. But yeah, so we had uh, one one challenger. If you did it and you're in the chat room and you just haven't told us about it, let us know. In the chat room, Joseph says that he has clocked a time in Hardcore of one hour and 20 minutes. Holy crap. Which I find impressive. That is That's very impressive. Good. I don't think I'll be able to do it that fast because I'll be doing Fallout 3. Uh, mm-hmm. However, I do know... There is one little exploit I'm going to try to do uh, to just mm-hmm. give me an edge for being at a low level. But, um, yeah. So, thank you very much for doing that challenge. And we have another challenge for you guys this week. Would you let the good listeners know what that is since I can't see? This challenge is called The Collector. And the object is to collect a bunch of something, anything, just something weird, and send us a screenshot. Yes. That'll be and, fun. Yeah. You should That'll do that, be, too, because I don't know. I probably will do that. I think it would be fun. Awesome. So, well, before we get started, and I think what's next is our companion stuff, right? Yes. Yeah, what's next? I'm sorry, Rick. I was reading the chat. Uh-huh. What's next is the companions. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I really actually enjoy Honest Hearts. It's, 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 it's a very fun DLC. And so what I've been doing now is I've just been kind of goofing off, looking for stuff, and trying to find uh, the... Let's see, what's the quest called? Just to give our listeners a little context of what's going on. So I'm doing the tourist trap, which is part of the main quest, and I have to find little scout lunchboxes in the general store. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'll be going through the main quest for the the viewers here. I don't know if I'll be done by the time we get done. Maybe I will. Um, I sometimes get sidetracked when it comes to listening to the dialogue in this and trying to 
pay attention to what you're saying. But I'll probably skip through all the dialogue so we don't have to deal with it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so I'll be running the main quest on Honest Hearts here. So just Very cool, Rick. Very cool. With follows, Chalk. He still lives because Rick made an exception and reloaded his save. Yay. Yeah, I did. That I did. All right. So, shall we, shall we get into it? We shall. We're going to talk about our DLC companions today. And I kept these kind of abbreviated because there are so many DLC companions. <laughs> yes, there are. So if I, I'm leaving stuff out, it's not that we didn't have that information. It's just that we wanted to move along. So I'm going to start out with Fallout 3, the Companions of Mothership Zeta. The first one is Soma. Soma was a slaver from Paradise Falls. She also found that alien ship wreckage and was abducted in the same way that you were. (laughs) She's the first person that you meet after being abducted. And she seems pretty nice, you know, for being a slaver. (laughs) (laughs) Until the fighting starts, and then she, she talks some trash and and she'll talk about like uh throwing you under the bus basically she, her dialogue's pretty funny yeah i don't know if i enjoy what you that out there? what mm. no it's follows chalk i just oh um somebody's running at him with a uh gauntlet arm or whatever so i gotta kill him real quick gotta protect your companion there yeah i can't lose him sometimes you get attached to a companion and bethesda games just turn into an escort quest <laughs> That's true. Should probably use some hollow points. Oop, wrong button. Yeah. Alright. So Soma can repair your stuff, but you have to pay her. She says that she has to make a living and she's gonna get back to the wasteland someday and she's gonna need those bottle caps. Wow. That drives me nuts that she insists on being paid. I was so offended. So yeah, I, I did not reload the save when Soma died. I just took my bottle caps and left. <laughs> She would be like, uh, she'd be one of those characters in a in a survival horror movie or something that you would want to see them die, but they never die. Mm-hmm. She will accompany you into the robot assembly section of the ship, and if she survives everything, then she leaves the ship and goes back to the wasteland. Basically, she's just removed from the game, is what happens, because you can't really find her after the story's over. Ah. Well, that's good, because I probably would have killed her anyway afterwards. Eh, that's how you roll. Well, it's because she's mean. She's a slaver, and I'm... I'm just quasi-mean. You're you're just... you. I don't know. If she had something you wanted, then you would kill her. <laughs> her life. Indeed. If your character is at least a level 15, her repair skill is 100, which I think gives her the highest NPC repair skill. Wow. In the game. And I I really made use of that on my last playthrough getting my one power fist repaired. She refuses to tell where she came from, but lets it slip later on. She'll uh, say, those remind me of the pens where we kept our sl- our prisoners. <laughs> <laughs> and you can learn about her past with a speech check or if you have the lady killer perk. Ah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's been a while since I've played that, so all this is news to me. Yeah, I, I played it pretty recently, so it's yeah, familiar. She did. <laughs> it was a disaster. A total disaster. We know. <laughs> and I think we all enjoyed that. 
of how your compa- hey wait a minute you're gonna you're gonna talk to me about how my companions all died like crazy yeah my mothership zeta once had even worse luck it was terrible yeah they did just terrible uh paulson is one of my favorites i, I really like paulson he's a rancher from the pre-war commonwealth i believe from texas and he's got an awesome hat i really like paulson's hat there are a number of cowboy hats in Fallout 3, but Paulson's is much better looking. It's a really good hat. <laughs> and that was it for hat cast for this week. <laughs> you always seem to have some sort of hat cast thing going on. I like hats. And uh, somebody tweeted at me last week that if they ever were on a trial, they wished I would be on the jury because they could wear an awesome hat and just get away with murder. And... I really, I didn't have an argument. It's pretty much true. Yeah. So, if you're wearing an awesome hat, I automatically think you're an awesome person. But anyways, moving on from Hatcast, Paulson is surprisingly accepting of the situation that he's in with the aliens and being abducted and in the future after a nuclear war. <laughs> But he really, really, really wants revenge for his family who were presumably killed during or after the abduction. I'm not sure if they were killed before or after. I um, I should have researched that. <laughs> <laughs> he will accompany you to the hangar section. And uh, he he's just, he refuses to sneak. Soma also refuses to sneak. I tried to sneak through the hangar. And Paulson's just, like, walking next to me, like, you little... <laughs> really? Yeah. You little alien bastards. <laughs> I'm trying to sneak, and, yeah, I, I was very frustrated with that. Uh. If he survives everything in the DLC, then he will also leave the ship to go explore. But he also can't be found in the wastes. Ah, oh, Okay. You can get him to go to the cargo hold and some other areas of the ship that are connected to the engineering core with you. And he says some pretty charming things like, Nuka, what? <laughs> and when you get to the giddy up buttercups, he'll say, giddy up buttercup. That's catchy. <laughs> <laughs> so he's a little bit of a halfwit, huh? And you know the, uh, no, he's just, you know, he, he was from before all this. This he's came from the Wild West. That's you know? True. He's, and when you get to the uh the part where the giddy up buttercup there's like the evil one, yes. that little Easter egg, he'll say, My horse would have never done this. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Sorry. And, I'm, I'm looking at a button or at a pot with a oh, it doesn't even move. I'm looking at a a pot. Ah! It had a landmine in it? Yeah, I'm uh -huh. real smooth too because I just yeah. blew up that stupid mine. <laughs> well, it's okay. Didn't hurt. He can be seen executing surrendering alien workers. So he's, he's pretty hardcore about his, his lust for revenge. That's for sure. Goodness gracious. So there's also Elliot Turkorian. He was drafted into the military just prior to the Great War, where he served as a medic. And he says of himself that he's good with medicine and technology, not so good with people, bravery, or sobriety. <laughs> wow. That's who I want to fix me up. Mm-hmm. A drunk, shy guy. <laughs> He'll accompany you to the cryolab section, and his squad is in there from the war. 
if you successfully revive them, they don't last very long. And uh, no, if you're low on speech challenges, you can just convince him that <laughs> you need to keep moving. Uh. Yeah. So that's uh, not that I would know about that. <laughs> so that's did, super what cool. did you do? Did you did you revive them? Um, the first time I played it through, I revived them, but Forrest Gump left them in their little thingies because he needed a speech challenge. Ah, uh, gotcha. Elliot Tricorian can make you adapted biogel and cryo grenades or mines. If he survives everything, he stays on the ship and he'll give you weapons and he can continue to adapt biogel or make you cryo grenades or mines, which is pretty handy. Nice. And unlike the other Mothership Zeta companions, he actually runs out of ammo. He doesn't have that magical companion ammo, <laughs> which is something that I learned about the hard way. And he'll just be, like, running at them with his fists. It's terrible. That's, that's no good for anyone. When you tell him about the Great War, it seriously stresses him out. Like, he, he came right before then, and he's just horrified. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so I'll tell him, suck it up and deal with it like the rest of us. Wow, nice. My favorite, your companions. my favorite thing about Elliot, though, is that he gives theories about what the aliens want and what's going on. And those theories reference pop culture like Star Trek and Independence Day. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's really funny to talk to him about that. What are some things that he says? Um, well, I don't remember specifically, but he talks about, like, what if the aliens created us oh. and now they're mad at us? <laughs> Ah, I see. It's funny. So that's all of our Mothership Zeta companions and all of our Fallout 3 DLC companions, I believe. I might have missed something, but I think that was everybody. Awesome. So we'll move on to New Vegas and Dead Money. Dead Money. Dead Money had some companions. Yes. One of them was Dog Slash God. <laughs> Which, I love that. It's pretty clever. Dog slash God is a nightkin that has two personalities. Dog is activated by Father Elijah's voice and helps him capture people and stuff. And God is activated by hearing his own voice via a holotape or on the radio. And God is trying to get free. He wants to, to free himself and Dog from servitude Aww. to Father Elijah. When one of the personalities is dominant, the other one is in the cage or the basement. This nightkin was handpicked by the master, and he served a similar function, recruiting people. <laughs> I say recruiting. Yeah. Air quotes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely air-quoted recruiting. Recruiting. Definitely. Dog does whatever he's commanded to. He's very loyal. And he eats the ghost people. He says that they taste like plastic and copper. Ugh. And he eats pretty much anything else. He, he's, yeah, pretty ravenous guy. Dog hates God, whom he calls the voice, and inflicts harm on himself to try and get rid of, of the God half of his personality. And the God half of his personality is calm and well-spoken, and he expresses a sort of a brotherly affection for Dog. Hmm. Uh, he he talks about wanting to free them, and he wants to. He's not as good in combat either as Dog is. Oh. He's actually, I think, physically smaller than Dog too. Really? 
I believe that's true. I didn't. I don't have this in the notes. I'm just going off my huh. my brain here. But I think he's physically smaller than Dog. Ooh, Joshua Graham. Rick has reached Joshua Graham for well, our audio listeners. This is the second time, so. Remember. Uh-uh. Oh, sorry. Ooh, stretchy. Um, I just talked to Jo. Uh, no, 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 no. Um, the other guy. What's his name? Pardon? The I'm other, sorry. The other guy. Um, Daniel. Yes. Something other. Um, given those two choices, yes. Uh, yeah, Daniel. And uh, I just talked with him, and now I'm leaving this little canyon, and uh, Joshua runs up to me and, and uh, starts talking to me. So, yeah, this is the second time I met Joshua. I think he's so cool looking. I love his character model, and I always wear the, the Joshua Graham armor after I do that and use the Joshua Graham gun. Oh, yeah. A Light in the Darkness, I think is what it's called. Uh, I believe so. I'm not quite sure. I should have made that weapon of the week. I love that gun. <laughs> so, spoilers! Our weapon of the week is not a light in darkness. <laughs> and that's okay. Anyway, Dog misses Mariposa Base, and he misses the Master. He talks about, this place is awful. Like, I, I wish, I miss the church. I miss the, the base. And Father Elijah thinks he's one of the second generation FEV mutants. And uh, God works pretty hard to keep him in the dark about that, that he is, in fact, a first-generation mutant. Ah. There was one final thing I wanted to say. If you have the Wild Wasteland perk, the first time, or trait, I guess that's a trait, not a perk. The first time that you see Dog eat one of the ghost people, he says, om nom nom. Really? (laughs) Like Cookie Monster. Om nom nom. That is so so funny. funny. That is also kind of disturbing. Uh-huh. I died laughing the first time that I experienced that. Oh, man. <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, so I... No. W- Go ahead. No, I was going to say, that's actually my favorite DLC. Um, and uh, Dog sticks with you a good bit, I believe, in the beginning. Mm-hmm. True. So... I, I think it's probably my least favorite of the DLCs, despite the fact that I love heist movies and heist stories. And I think it's just because the gameplay is so different from what I had been doing when I played it. Um, but I think with my Forrest Gump character, when I get there, I think I'll enjoy it a lot, a lot more. Yeah, you know, it it changed it. You know, I think that's why a lot of people like the DLCs, and I think that's one reason why developers do them is because it allows them to exercise other aspects that they could do. So, like that one was very survival horror. Mm-hmm. Um, like you really just didn't have anything to survive with. I mean, you were just well. The problem of- was all the skills that would help you beat dead money were not skills I was using. Right. Survival, unarmed melee. Oh yeah, totally, totally not. I mean, I took with me a bunch of armor mm-hmm. and stuff that I thought what I could use, but I didn't. You know, I had forgotten that he takes everything yeah. from you. Oh gosh. Wow, that's rough. Is that a spear through that skeleton's head? Uh, through his, like, neck area. Yeah. yeah. It's a tomahawk, actually. Oh, a tomahawk. That's awesome. So for you listeners, there's a dead skeleton with a tomahawk in the back of his neck. Looking out over the land here, which is pretty cool looking. My Xbox just turned itself on. That's really strange. <laughs> Maybe. It- Xbox, turn off. Oh, really? We're going to do this? Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know how... You, look... You know how good Siri doesn't work? 
<laughs> Your Xbox is really going to listen to you? Yeah, it's still on. So if, um, hopefully it doesn't use a bunch of internet and kill the Skype call. <laughs> so moving on to our next DLC companion. On topic, Rick. On topic. <laughs> Christine is the next one we're going to talk about. Ah, the lady with the backstory. She's a member of the story. I've seriously abbreviated her story. Yeah, so. there's a lot there. She's a member of the Circle of Steel, a brother, a brotherhood, a, <laughs> a brotherhood of steel splinter faction that wants to take a more active stance in the wasteland. I'm not sure if this is actually confirmed, but it's heavily implied that she was Veronica's lover that Veronica will tell you about. Yeah. And Elijah did a lot of bad things when he left the brotherhood and Christine was dispatched to track him down and kill him. She caught up to him at the Big MT, where she was badly wounded in a fight that involved robots and exploding zombies. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was a crazy story. She was taken to the Y-17 medical facility, where they did some experiments and they messed up her brain. She was rendered unable to read or write properly. And she was re rescued by Ulysses. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> they talked while she recovered and then went their separate ways. She tracked Elijah to the Sierra Madre, where she was captured and fitted with a collar by Dog. And she was locked in an auto dock by Dean Domino, where her vocal cords were torn out. That was part of Dean Domino's plan to, uh, to heist the vault there. And uh, she was repaired <coughs> later on in the storyline in Vera Keys's auto dock and given Vera Keys's voice. Okay. What? No, I just, it took me a second to realize who Vera Keys was. Yeah. Now I know who it is. That's funny. Okay. And I didn't realize, I didn't realize that Dean, Dean did that. Yeah, Dean did that. I, I believe that's true. Okay. Huh. Things you don't know. Indeed. The player, when they meet Christine, needs to have either high perception or high intelligence to understand what she's saying. That's right. I remember getting into a lot of problems with that, not mm -hmm. being able to understand her very well. That's right. I had a high intelligence character, so that was no problem. At, at for that me. point. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, at that time. I haven't played through Dead Money with a with a dummy, so <laughs> I look forward to that. And I also look forward to making an, a moron in uh, in Fallout Four. A moron. I like it's how we've changed that. Yeah, I mean you. Yeah. You're not going to do that right away, are you? Well, here's the thing. I uh, I think that I'm going to put my stupid character on Fallout on. Um, I think I'm going to put him on the PC and put my female character that's you know me making decisions the way I would on my Xbox. Gotcha. And the Xbox is going to be like my completionist run, and I'm going to put my stupid character on the PC. So I'll probably run those side by side for a little while. Cool. Okay. I wasn't. I was hoping that he wouldn't just do the doofus character. <laughs> no, I wouldn't feel great about just doing that for my first playthrough. Cool. So let's move along to Dean Domino. He's one of my favorites. I, I really like Dean Domino. He's one of the loading screen posters in New Vegas from the original Vanilla New Vegas, and uh, I freaked out when we met him. 
Also known as the King of Swing, this pre-war lounge singer is now a ghoul at the Sierra Madre. <laughs> um, are you going to tell our listeners how you meet him? Mm, no, you do that. Okay, so and you have to correct me if I'm wrong. But I do believe that he's sitting in a chair and uh, he invites you to sit down with him and <laughs> there's actually an explosive device underneath of your chair. True story. <laughs> True story. So he tricks you mm-hmm. into uh, sitting down. But I forget how you get out of it. I think you have to have explosives or something. Yeah, you can get out of it with explosives. I think you can also get out of it with speech. I'm not sure. There's got to be other ways, too. Yeah, I can't remember. If you don't have those. But I always thought that was funny because he tricks you into sitting down. It is very like, funny. Ugh. And he's, be- like, just all relaxed, just smoking, yep. sitting down. Yep. And if you stand up, just boom! <laughs> mm-hmm. Domino, in his, in his pre-ghoul life, toured the world performing with his orchestra. He came to the Sierra Madre only to be upstaged by the casino's founder, Frederick Sinclair. And this created a, a pretty serious vendetta. He, he just, he hated Sinclair. And the angry Dean Domino decided to take everything that Sinclair cared about from him. He meant to rob the vault with the help of Vera Keys, who was Sinclair's former lover. He tried to blackmail her when she tried to back out with evidence of a Medex addiction. But it turned out she was terminally ill. And that's why she was using Medex. Yeah. Did not know that. If you gather up all that blackmail evidence, I believe that is the only way to actually keep Dean alive. You may be able to keep him alive otherwise if you have a hundred speech, but I'm not sure of that. I don't remember. I mean, it's been so long since I played it. When the bombs dropped, the casino security holograms activated, and that turned the gala into a, a total bloodbath. But somehow, Dean survived as a ghoul and became obsessed with getting that treasure out of the vault. He spent 200 years planning a heist, not knowing that Sinclair had found him out and laid a trap for him in the vault. <laughs> Which was? Um... Go ahead. Oh, I don't know. Go ahead. Well, I believe it was explosives, wasn't it? Or No, it trapped you in the vault and gassed you. That's what it was. It gassed you. It's weird to use the word vault without meaning vault, like, you know. Right. <laughs> the vault that you live in. That's very true. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, instead of, of doing his heist, Domino was captured by Dog and Father Elijah and... Uh, he can give you the Sierra Madre Martini perk, and you can make those Sierra Madre Martinis. I've never, I've never had them in the game. I believe they increase your resistance to the the fog. You know. Oh yeah. Mhm. Pretty fun. Yeah. I'm out of doctor's bags. Out of doctor's bags. That's yeah. too bad. You're playing on hardcore, right? Yes. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out how to unlock this silly door. Indeed. Well, let's, since you're here in, in, is this Zion Canyon? Is that where you are? I am at Morning Glory Cave, specifically, uh, right near North Fork Bridge. Since you're here in Honest Hearts, let's talk about the Honest Hearts companions. And I have one of them with me right now, actually. Indeed. Should we talk about her first? Yeah. Walking Cloud is a member of the Sorrows tribe, and she's one of Daniel's first converts. He saved her life when she was having her third child, and he taught her how to be a midwife. Mm. 
Her husband was killed by one of the white legs, but Daniel keeps this from her. He worries about her reaction. She knows that something's up, though. <laughs> yeah, if well, one, you know. uh, the husband doesn't come back. Yeah. yeah, but he was supposed to be gone, uh, but they were ambushed. Like, he's supposed to be gone. You know, it's not that. She just can sense that he's not telling her everything. Gotcha. There are some quests that she's involved in. Rite of passage. You can ask her about her Yao Guai gauntlet, and she'll tell you that it was her rite of passage. A family affair. You can choose whether or not to tell her about her husband. And I think her children, too. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think her children were also dead. I, I do not know. You don't know? Well, somebody in the chat room correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> She's also involved in the Chaos in Zion quest. If you kill Walking Cloud or any of the other storyline characters, it'll start that quest. Hmm. And the Grand Staircase, she can guide the courier to the Father's Cave. Yes, yes. Yep, which I was just in and need to unlock a door in there, so I don't know how to do that yet. And she's got that cool, like, turkey feather neck piece. I yep. guess that's not really a headdress, it's a it's a neck ruff. It's pretty cool. Gobble, gobble. I, I see that totally falls in rad hat category right there. It's not a hat. But it's still, it's similar to a hat in that it's a decoration in the head area. Uh, okay. Anyway, it's cool and I like it. And that's it. Oh my gosh. Who's getting you? Did you get a bear trap? Oh, oh no. I got two bear traps to shot with a shotgun. Oh no. James Bond is not very good at this. Not good at all. He's not very good at sneaky. <laughs> You know what he would like right now, I'll bet? Uh, doctor's bag? A Sierra Madre Martini. Yeah, you would. Shaken, not stirred. Yes. Oh, gosh. This is Poor bad. James Bond. Good luck, Rick. Good luck. I seem to have broken my leg. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, boy. These things. This is not good. Right. So earlier... <laughs> Rick was running with Follows Chalk. Is yeah. Follows Chalk dead? No, no. Follows Chalk is alive after Yay. a miraculous reboot. Follows Chalk is alive. And he is a member of the Dead Horses tribe. His name comes from the fact that the more experienced scouts leave chalk markings, and as a rookie scout, he follows the chalk. Oh, I never realized that. Ain't that clever. Yeah, I thought it was pretty funny. So these are the guys that you're fighting right now, the Spore Carrier, the guys from Vault 22? Yep. How did they get here? Uh, I don't know. Are you going to tell me? No, I was just wondering. Oh, yeah. I have no idea. Uh, I don't remember them being here. It's yep. been a really long time since I played the New Vegas DLC. Yep. Uh, well, <clears throat> yeah, the, like, the Lone Squanderer says those cave traps are lethal. And they, they very much are lethal. Indeed. My uh, New Vegas crashed again. I'm trying to look up Spore Carrier. Oh, you're going to figure it out now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> While I reload my Well, game. I'm looking this up, and Honest Hearts add-on Spore Carriers sometimes drop Spore Carrier trap. It doesn't say what the heck they're doing in this cave. Who knows? Well, we're going to just quit looking this up on the wiki in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, Utah is a little bit more uh, 
it, it is a little bit um, more floral, I guess you could say. They ask, is Rick running any mods? Rick is running all the mods. Yeah, I, I was uh, going through that a little bit earlier. Um, if you give me one second, I can tell you what I'm running. Suffice to say, yes. He is running many, many mods. Many, 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 many mods. Okay. Where are these stupid, stupid traps? So let's talk about Fallish Chalk. As a child, he met the Lonesome Drifter. And he was just astonished by the Lonesome Drifter's way of life. He was telling him how he was a musician, and he traveled from town to town, and people would pay him to sing. And Fallish Chalk couldn't believe that this was possible. He was just astonished, and he wanted to see, from that point, he wanted to see the wider world outside of his home. He doesn't believe in many of his tribe's legends, and he's excited when you take him to the taboo places like war buildings. Oh, awesome. He idolizes Joshua Graham, and Graham doesn't really approve of that. He, re he I put in the notes that he wishes to adhere to the Prime Directive. Uh. <laughs> he doesn't want to interfere <laughs> with the tribe's way of life. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, he kind of... Wants to avoid influencing them unduly. He kind of he kind of screwed that up, <laughs> but yeah, that was it was. I'm sorry, guys. It was like 3 a.m. when I wrote these show notes. <laughs> and actually, um, yeah, the Lone Squanderer. Yeah, I'm running a few weather mods. I'm running quest mods, the New Vegas Bounty. I'm also running an H and K USP gun mod, which you can see right here. Um, it's actually a very, very nice looking gun. Let's see if I can get a good shot. Mm -hmm. Ooh, look at that. Yeah, very so, nice. It's a very nice looking gun. Sounds good. I'm also running a sniper rifle mod, which is, yeah, this thing. So delightful. Yep. So I'm running a whole bunch of mods, and I thought I got the load sequence right, but maybe I don't. Hmm. Well, anyway, follows Chalk is involved in some quests. The Bighorners of the Eastern Virgin. You help him find a lost Bighorner calf. The Civilized Man's Burden, in which you can convince him to either explore the world or stay with his tribe. Arrival at Zion, he leads you to the Dead Horse's camp after the White Legs attack your caravan. Oh. Follow's Chalk is really chatty, like a lot of the main game's companions, and he has really interesting things to say about locations that you visit, and also about the way of life in the Mojave and New Vegas. He has some pretty, pretty fun commentary that I enjoy. Yes, he does. Yeah, he's very outspoken in the game. That's all I had. Did you have anything else you wanted to add? Uh, nope, not for these companions. Um, except for they die often. Yeah, they do. For you. For everyone. So shall we move on to our weapon of the week? Yes, we shall. Our weapon of the week is Christine's COS silencer rifle. Yes, and I believe we were actually tweeted about that or something this week. I'm not sure if it was a tweet or an email, but we were. Yeah, and uh, they were telling me to go get it right away because it's similar to the Gobi. I actually mm -hmm. prefer the Gobi rifle, so. But tell us a little bit about the uh, Koss rifle there. Along with her recon armor, this weapon was left by Christine in the Big Empty during her pursuit of Father Elijah that we talked about earlier. And you can actually get it during the Old World Blues DLC. Yes, you can. It's a sniper rifle with a suppressor that's already attached, and it's the highest damage 308 weapon in the game. Uh, you sure about that? True. Its critical damage is smaller, but its its base damage is higher. And I always thought the Gobi was okay. Well, maybe the Gobi works better for you. That, but the stats 
are higher. Huh. See, I always thought I went with the go. No, you're right. You're right. I, I see that now. But I'm just saying, the reason I always thought the Gobi was better was because I thought it did more damage. But I am probably way wrong. <laughs> anyway, you can find it leaning against the wall at Little Yangzi. I'm sure I mispronounced that. Y yank, 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 Yangzi. Yank. I don't know how to pronounce that, but that place. In the nearby watchtower, you can find a note written by Father Elijah saying that he thinks he saw the glint of a sniper rifle scope. <laughs> uh, he did. <laughs> he, he thought it was probably that that courier, meaning Ulysses, but then dismisses the idea, thinking that Ulysses would be more direct than that. And uh, yeah, it was actually Christine. So nice. Uh, I should get this light step perk. <laughs> should totally should. I always get light step. I love the light step perk. I think I'm gonna do it. There's so many I, nice perks to be like to have for 007. And then I just like go like just running over all the mines and traps. Just and I have think the bad it's guys so follow funny. you. I just think it's so funny <laughs> that I can just walk right over them and it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I just never so pick it in this game. We had some emails for you. Yeah, we do. We have, uh, I think, two this week. Two? Yes. The first one says, Hi, guys. I just wanted to let you know I enjoy your podcast greatly. I could listen to Fallout information for hours on end, and I actually have time to do just that. I am in the Army, and when I have downtime, I'm listening to your podcast. I heard the first two episodes today. Look forward to downloading the rest. As for which is better, Fallout 3 or New Vegas, I enjoy them both equally, and as such, am probably not helping either party. <laughs> Keep up the good work, Levy. Yes, that's awesome to hear, um, you know, from, from you out there. And thank you so much for serving. Exactly. Thank you very much for your service. And if we have any other servicemen or women out there, thank you also. Yes, very much so. Our second email, hi guys, still loving the podcast, still loving the banter. Um, anyway, just finished listening to episode 11, and I felt compelled to tell you that the jingles you play are great. The opening really gets me in the mood for Fallout discussion. I especially enjoy the different sponsors, Fancy Lad Snacks, Yum Yum Deviled Eggs, etc. <laughs> and the fact that they're different every time, Futurama, Futurama slash Simpsons style. Also, the outro is great. It always makes me feel like I'm leaving the safety of the Fallout OTR vault and entering the real world again, albeit a broken and apocalyptic world. And Rick, your gameplay soundbite, the one with the super mutant rage and the fragmine, is awesome. Good job on that. And then here's the, the best part of his email, in my opinion. I'm 30, and my mom got into gaming about 8 or 9 years ago. She's been in love with Fallout 3 since then, and Oblivion and Skyrim, of course. She's currently playing through Fallout 3 again, and it's so much fun just sitting down and watching her play. She used to be a very massive hoarder until I told her she doesn't need to pick up every single tin can and broken bottle she sees. <laughs> Looks like all this changes with Fallout 4, eh? Yep. <laughs> it's also endearing to hear her say squish in a high voice whenever she enters sneak mode, which is all the time now that she has the Chinese stealth armor. Armor of the Week from Operation Anchorage DLC. And she often calls the super mutants greenies. You, ha you have no idea how funny it is when she regales me of the time she took down a, a group of greenie overlords just to repair her Gatling laser. 
Anyway, enough rambling. Keep up the good work. I hope you know it's appreciated, and I look forward to more laughs and interesting discussions. Off to episode 12. Regards, Alex, Doom Herald of the Wastes. I I like how um, she gets all mom (laughs) with the terminology. (laughs) It's really funny. My mom plays Halo, and uh, she she really loves Halo. Yeah, my mom plays Halo. She, She possibly loves it more than me. That's so funny. It's really funny. The first when she first started to play like co-op Halo with me, we were playing ODST, and uh, I was trying to tell her like she was, um, she was on the gun of the turret of the the warthog, yeah. and I was like, you know, get that brute chopper. You know, it's it's getting us. Get that chopper. And uh, she's not getting it. She's not getting it. And I'm like, poor mom. You know, she can't hit it. So I jump off. She's going to be really mad at me if she hears this podcast. <laughs> so I jump off of the warthog, go down, jack the chopper, kill the guy. And I get back. I turn back to go back to the warthog. And she's got the gun pointed in the sky, like, like <laughs> circling around trying to find it. <laughs> because she didn't know the terminology for chopper. The, the chopper is actually like a motorcycle. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Moms are awesome. Yeah. Um, hey for gaming moms. Yeah, I mean, the only time I ever got my mom to play a video game was back when the, in the with the Nintendo 64. And I had Lego racers. And for some mm-hmm. reason, she just didn't get the concept of letting go of the joystick to go forward. <laughs> and uh, sorry, I went high-pitched there because I just ran face-to-face with the Yaguai. Um, it literally dropped down on my head. But um, she couldn't get the concept of that. So she would just like hold the joystick to the left and constantly run the car into the wall. Yeah, but um, I was gonna say in the chat, um, uh, the guy asked if I. This is my James Bond character, but he says it kind of looks like a dad that happens to be a master sniper, <laughs> which is really true. Um, I was trying to find like casual wear that he could wear while he's out and about, and um, I do have a suit actually for him. I do have a suit. Um, it's just not with me here in Utah because I figured if he's traveling. You know, then Venus he wouldn't, he wouldn't wear. be wearing his suit. He'd be wearing his casual wear. Unfortunately, I haven't found anything nicer than than this. I'm sure there is stuff out there. I just, I just haven't had a chance to to find it. So yeah, <laughs> uh, that's great. Oh, geez, that scared me. I keep forgetting that walking cloud put on the uh, desert. Oh range. wow, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Which, by the way, um, it's Sergeant Vickers. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, forgive me, Mama, on the helmet there. But um, Sergeant Vickers, hey, I wonder if uh, they must have based that character on me. Never mind. Uh, oh, I didn't get it. Uh, now I get it. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm a little slow. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, me and my uh, <clears throat> me and my uh, boat fly. Did you have anything else you wanted to talk about today? No. Let's just not bring up boat flies again. Okay. I, I think that's there's a boatload of other things we could talk uh, about. Dang it. I think we'll just fly on to our next <laughs> section. Yep, let's just do that. Let's continue on there. Do you want to talk about what we're going to be doing next week on the show? Yes, and you're going to have to fill in gaps for me because sometimes I forget the name of this. We're going to have a very special episode for you next week. It's our last It's our last suit. Oh, gosh, I was reading the chat room as I'm talking. <laughs> um, somebody typed in gambler's suit, and I read that. Uh, um. It's our last show before the launch of Fallout 4, and we wanted to kind of make it a special one for you guys. 
and um, we have some uh, acquaintances that are going to be joining us on the show, and it's the guys from that podcast. Uh, they ran a Fallout podcast some years ago, about 2012. It was a New Vegas podcast. Yeah, New Vegas podcast. It was about 2012, and some circumstances happened. They didn't you know, run it anymore, but they are coming back because of Fallout 4. And they're nice guys, and and you know they're rad. So we're gonna have them on, kind of talking about, you know, what's been going on, what their favorite aspects of Fallout are, and uh, you know, just kind of promoting their show a little bit because you know, as fellow podcasters and as fellow fans of Fallout, we all we're all in the. And I'm sure they have some very different approaches to what they like and uh, about the Fallout series and how they play, and it'll be great to get another another uh perspective on that definitely so you can look forward to that next week i think there's going to be geez i don't know five of them four of them i don't know a bunch of them are going to be on the episode with us and uh yeah so that'll be next week uh episode 18 good grief and then after that then after that episode 19 which is our episode right after the launch so Mm -hmm. that'll be interesting so you can look forward to that. And in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter and tweet at us. We're at Fallout OTR. Rick is at Rick McVick. I am at Shaleen L. And you can send us emails at falloutotr at gmail.com. And we just, we really love all of your emails and, and tweets and everything. Keep them coming. We have the best, I, I believe, the best podcast audience out there. We love you guys. You can like this video and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And you can also find our show on Stitcher Radio if you're, say, a YouTube watcher and you'd like to download us on your Android device. You can find us on Stitcher Radio as well as iTunes. Please leave us a review on iTunes. We really appreciate all those reviews. And we would like to shout out some people who left us a five-star review. We have five of them this week. Yes, we do. We've had a lot of reviews lately. Thank you so much. Kate Cruz, Reaper 6891, Corgi Fan 2 from New Zealand, S French 67 from Australia, and Cypher Dies from Canada. <laughs> or New Zealand Gold in California, if you're an idiot like me. Yeah, that was pretty classic. Gosh. We were reading through the show notes, and yeah. <laughs> New Zealand Gold she, in California. Yeah, she had the... Uh, abbreviations for uh, Australia, which was AU, and for some reason my mind went to gold. <laughs> we record the show live on Fridays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can catch us at youtube.com slash questgamingnetwork slash live, and we'd love it if you did, like the lovely people in our chat room today did. Yes, thank you guys for joining us for this, we appreciate it. For this episode. It's been fun. Check out our other great QGN shows if you would like some more content. There's Elder Scrolls Off the Record, Classic Elder Scrolls, Dragon Age Off the Record, Warcraft Off the Record, Rift Reforged, Dota Off the Record, and later this evening there is Dancing with Daggers. They're going to have a Halloween party, uh, <laughs> I think at 10.30 Eastern is when they, they start. Uh, yes. Yeah, They're having a Halloween party anyway, so I think if you have a Daggerfall character, you can just go hang out with them in Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. Yes, thank you guys for listening so much, um, for joining us for our... This concludes our companion month here at Fallout Off the Record, and we thank you so much for listening with us tonight. And uh, yeah, so kick it off, Shaleen, then. I think you got to... 
Why do you carry all those bottle caps anyway? They jangle like crazy. 